Hello and welcome to Inside the Artist Studio. My name is Sean Davis Newton here as per usual for the Cups and Cakes Network. I'm excited to share yet another episode in our Sled Island series, some bands that I chatted with over uh, over the 2022 festival. This episode, we've got House Panther on. I, uh, I first became aware of House Panther actually at the 2019 Sled Island. Didn't know who they were and they ended up being one of my... Uh, one of my favorite things of that entire festival. So I was really excited to get the chance to chat with them this time around. We, we talked about their 2018 record, Club Soda Lows, how that kind of sprung out of a college project. And, uh, and, then, uh, and then we talk about working at the Box Factory. <laughs> That's pretty much the whole thing. Uh, as per usual, there's some foul language in this one, so listener beware. And uh, you can catch other episodes of this podcast, as well as other audio, video, and written content over on the Cups and Cakes Network website. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. Here's Bailey and Nick from House Panther. Uh, I'm Bailey Woods. I play guitar and vocals in House Panther. I'm Nick Mann, uh, guitars and occasionally other bits and bobs, but mostly guitars. Yeah, House <laughs> Panther. Well, yeah, thank you guys both so much for, for coming. I uh, I sent you to the wrong address this morning. <laughs> so uh, that's good. We got over that hump. Uh, I didn't get rained on, at least. That seems like it's saving that for later today. Yeah. Uh, just, I guess, right off the bat, because uh, we're here at Sled Island, did you guys uh, see anything last night? Yeah, we went pretty hard into our first night <laughs> last yeah, yeah. night. Yeah, I know how that feels. <laughs> I think I personally saw... Uh, Nick and I went to Black Thunder, and then from there I uh, saw Vagina Witchcraft. Oh, cool. And then ended my night at LA Witch, which was awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was there too. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that was a great show. It was very, I, very cool. I'd never really listened to them before, but I just was curious about it. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, yeah, we were at the Black Thunder and Vagina Witchcraft show. It was awesome stuff. Um, then I caught pears afterwards um got banged up a bunch it was super fun yeah nice rowdy show <laughs> your knees in uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then followed that up with backwash which was also amazing oh, and possibly awesome. just as rowdy um, yeah yeah super fun yeah yeah so it was uh it's a good night yeah yeah it, it was nice i ended up at dead friends which was at Dickens. oh yeah i've heard before. of them they opened for the i heard a while back from that guy from stranger things it was oh, like yeah for finn, finn, uh, finn wolfhard yeah his band or whatever i remember reading yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> that's awesome yeah they're they're pals of mine they're in edmonton nice and so it was kind of fun yeah because everybody uh you know it's not often that you play out of town shows and have local people from where you're from heckling you yeah that's that's <laughs> funny uh, it, it was fun and, and pretty rowdy too it was, it was nice good. Uh, well, yeah, this is, of course, Inside the Artist Studio. Uh, we're going to jump into some rapid fire stuff here. So, uh, yeah, without any further ado, uh, is there a dish that you either cook or bake that you consider like your specialty dish? You go first, Nick. I got to think. <laughs> thinking of your favorite kind of cereal? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, off the top of my head, I don't know. I like a nice breakfast skillet. Um, just whatever's around, you know, chop up some, some kind of proteins, bunch of cheese, probably too much cheese, uh, <laughs> you know, throw some salt, pepper, dill in there, kinda, yeah, yeah. you know, some peppers, whatever's in the good. fridge. But, uh, yeah. Oh yeah. It's like beautiful yeah. food too. If nothing that else. sounds really good. I think my go-to would be just boiling some noodles and using the, <laughs> um, like 
made to go spaghetti sauce in the yeah, mason jar. And yeah. 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 You're good to go make a big batch that'll last a couple days. Yeah. Can't beat it. I know. <laughs> I know when I was going to university, it was that, but I had realized at a certain point, it's like, if I buy a tortellini, yeah, I already got, an, I already got another food bit. group in there. Exactly. <laughs> uh, do you prefer tea or coffee? Coffee. Coffee. Yeah, nobody ever says tea. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> feel like if fine, but like our bass not... player Jeremy was here, he'd be a tea guy. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's always one. I feel like just two because I know for a long time I just didn't drink coffee. Right? Yes, yeah. it was you know gross in whatever way, and yeah. then you realize that it is kind of about the function that it performs. <laughs> yeah, it's an essential. Uh, yeah. If I don't have it now, it's like ooh. When, when did you both start drinking coffee? Like, how long did that kind of take in your life? I think, like, my mom was a big coffee drinker, so, like, okay. probably pretty early on I'd try to sip. And then from there, I remember, like, actively getting coffee in, like, grade nine yeah, yeah. to start okay. the day, which yeah. is... And here you are. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just took a caffeine pill, too, and then I had a coffee, like... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, see, yeah, see, I was like the opposite. I grew up in a, a, ca- a coffee-free household. Like, they, my yeah. parents just didn't drink it. It wasn't right. like the devil's thing or anything. But yeah, it was like, they don't. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So that was like a rebelling thing at some yeah, point. Yeah, like, like I don't know, like going somewhere and like getting a coffee and like pretending like you like it or whatever. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. So I think it was more like post-secondary education. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like working at a you know, audio engineering kind of school and yeah, like, yeah. they got coffee here. I'm going to drink coffee every yeah. single day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And now I work at a coffee shop. So it's just like, <laughs> it's come it's full circle water and I'm, yeah, it's probably not good. <laughs> yeah. it, it's funny. Yeah. It didn't really take off for me until, yeah. Cause I, I went to McEwen in Edmonton there for a music and recording degree. Um, and yeah, started working at a studio right after and it was just like, yeah, immediately. Yeah, it became Big like on the coffee train. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, studio kind of lifeblood right there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, let's see. What's the weirdest job you've ever had? Ooh, I worked at a box making factory for a day. Okay. I uh, I don't know how I came into that, and I was like, I think my dad was like, he tried to find me this like a job, like a full time job, and I uh, this was way back, maybe right after high school, and I had to yeah, buy yeah. like steel toe boots. And I like lasted a day. I think I was like the only <laughs> woman in there and like they were walking me through the like warehouse where they're making the boxes and I was like they're like, Yeah, you have to be really diligent, pay attention. I was like, I no. Like I think after the first day I like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I need a job where I can still have some daydreaming time. <laughs> it's like a real Simpsons job. To me. That's the yeah. first thing I think of is going yeah, to the yeah. box factory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah for me that's a good question probably i'd say my first i think studio recording job was i was supposed to be feeling as it in his attempt which was a whole another weird aspect it just never ended i just kept showing up and it was cool um <laughs> but we were working on a korean kids show about talking buses and doing the English dub over it yeah so it that's was just amazing. very awesome. surreal yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's strange like yeah. Yeah. It was it was a trip, but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, I know. Yeah, just having started doing intern stuff like that, boy, there's just some weird weird stuff that <laughs> yeah. comes up. Yeah. Talking buses. I love that. <laughs> yeah, the main one for me was there was a rapper that came in who 
didn't know any other rappers. Like we, somebody had brought up Kanye to him. He was like, yeah, who's that? <laughs> um, and then you would ask him who his favorite rapper was. And he just went, mm, probably me. <laughs> like, well, you, like, yeah, I guess you don't uh, know yeah. any other ones. Like, huh. But he yeah. know he knew what rap, was this, yeah it sounds like those sisters that like their parents kept away from like outside music for the first like 20 <laughs> yeah. years of their life and they like invented music on their own kind yeah. of like, okay yeah their parents would just rap to them at night so, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh what's the first car you ever owned actually like up until two years ago i'd never owned a, a car so oh, okay uh i'd say the first one that i drove would be like a ford Windstar old van red. Yeah, yeah. That was really crappy that my parents were like, I guess if you need to drive this car, you can for a little <laughs> bit. But until this past couple of year, I didn't have a car. So uh, that's a, I'm trying to remember the very first car I think I was supposed to have, like right before I finished my license, I might have driven it like once. My dad took it to work or something to give it a spin, and a deer ran into it. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was very short-lived. Um, it was like, just please take me. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think that was, uh, I can't even remember, a Ford Taurus or something. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. something. Yeah. That's hilarious. How, how does getting your license, because you guys are from Manitoba, correct? Yeah. 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 How, how does getting your license work in Manitoba, like, as a, as a teenager? I feel like we had classes yeah, after school you can sign up for driver's ed at i think like 15 and a half at least this was when we did it yeah. this was okay. yeah like grade ago. 10 right you could start kind of yeah so you can start kind of getting it going um and you could do like a certain amount of hours with another driver kind of watching you oh yeah that was always um, interesting they'd pair you up with somebody and then yeah. like a driving instructor yeah so there was that and then i think you're supposed to get hours logged like with a parent um which i'm sure most people just kind of faked it was yeah. like getting your hours in gym class you just, yeah like, it's like paper. yeah I, um, I did a push-up today yeah <laughs> and then you yeah, I think you could take your test once you're 17 and then there's like a little bit of a kind of test phase or something yeah. after that where you just can't screw up, I think. Gotcha. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. I'm always <laughs> curious, yeah, because in Saskatchewan, I know it is just, yeah, you get a class through school and then you get your learners and yeah, it's like quite easy. It sounds very similar to, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting, just because I know in Alberta, it's like not at all like that. So yeah. A ton of people just don't have their license because you have to like... It's a whole thing. Put in some effort and go in and <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you could uh, book yourself on a bill and then choose either an opener or a headliner of your choice, uh, what's uh, what kind of band would you want on that bill with you? Um... Ooh. I think I would. I'm a huge Best Coast fan, so that yeah, would be yeah. one of maybe the headliner. And then the opener, um, I think the Linda Lindas would be kind of cool. They're like that. Oh, I don't know like, them. They're like this group of like young girls, like maybe between 12 and 18, and they're, they okay. just are so good. Like it's, they play this like fast punk music, and yeah, they're really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, like anybody, and then whether or not it's a good fit is a whole nother yeah. realm, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, I would love to like play a show with, I don't know, Jeff Rosenstock or any, yeah, anyone from man. that camp, like opening for that would be just like 
yeah, that would amazing. be pretty awesome. I don't think it would make any sense, maybe musically, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that would just be like an absolute dream, I think. Um, yeah, or just, you know, being anywhere near like AJJ or something yeah. in the lineup, but yeah, something like that I think would be cool would be and fun. maybe adjacent to us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's funny the number of conversations I had last night with people about AJJ. Really? That's funny. <laughs> yeah, just because it was like we'd be at the Palomino and somebody'd be like, oh, I saw AJJ here a few years ago. And then we'd talk about it a bit. And then, yeah. yeah, same thing at Dickens where we just ended up having a conversation with somebody for a long time about That's it. That's awesome. That's funny. But yeah, yeah, they're the best. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, is there a social media account that brings you some joy when you scroll past it? As opposed to just abject darkness. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like there's a couple uh, meme pages on Instagram that bring me joy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of a specific one, though. Yeah, I mean, I think absolute best case scenario for me is just none, just not yeah. <laughs> engaging yeah. in it at all is usually what's made me feel better. Or if I do have to open it, yeah, and like uh, band memes, six, yeah, six, that's six or whatever funny. is pretty spot on most of the time. Yeah. yeah. That are hard times, actually. Yeah, they're pretty like good. Oh, yeah. The, the satire, time, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'd say there's some good, like... Um, like, uh, I work a little bit in, like, the healthcare aspect of things so like sometimes seeing like memes about that just is like makes you feel like it's okay it's a little bit more lighthearted. yeah yeah you can kind of relate to some of the stuff that's like when you go home at the end of the day and you're like what just happened (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, Jeremy would definitely say catatonic youth. Yeah. So I think we got to yeah. that out there. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah that's just a that constant is a good one too. Touch yeah. point of any conversation. Are, yeah. are there any like good like local kind of Winnipeg meme accounts that exist? There used to be. There was yeah. this one called like Winnipeg Posers or something, and it it would kind of have memes about like specific things, but I don't think they're doing anything yeah, anymore. Yeah, might have been like, I don't think it's Facebook. It yeah. Almost, but I don't know, maybe that was just... Maybe. And then there's like Winnipeg Wilden, where they just have like random things happening in the city. Like people are like, what's going on? There's a... Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's interesting. Uh, do you both prefer sports, board games, or video games? You'd have a good answer uh, for this one. Yeah, I feel obligated to say board games um, <laughs> for a professional reason. But yeah, I know I love board games a lot. Um, I actually work at a board game cafe. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's definitely been a big part of my life. Um, I mean, video games are kind of up there too. But uh, no, board games got to be the, the king for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say video games. Like I'm not super big into either, but... I used to have like a Sega Genesis growing up, so playing the Sonic yeah, games yeah. was okay. pretty. Yeah, but uh, I don't really uh, play video games. Or like Sims was fun for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's like the the go to game for either? Yeah, both video games and board games that you would both go to. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I feel like Sonic Adventure Two on the Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Is that the one that has the little animals? That... I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was <laughs> there's some interesting aspects of that game. It's a weird, it's, it's a weird one. Yeah, <laughs> very bizarre. Yeah, it seems like <laughs> an outside choice. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That there's one fan of that. Um, 
Uh, oh, I don't know. I always cop out and just say like whatever someone wants to play with me is great. Yeah, um, yeah. Right now, there's a game called Hansa Teutonica that has been one okay. I think about. Super European. I mean, as you can tell by this, like, yeah bullshit title it's if you want to you want to push cubes around and pretend to be a medieval german merchant for uh, an hour and a half uh yeah it's definitely not like a sexy proposal for like uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, an yeah. afternoon yeah, but, it's uh, like can we play just play bananagrams like I promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. um yeah so let's stick with that yeah. uh is there uh an album that spurred your love of music oh that's good. Um, I feel like there's a few that I can pinpoint back to. Uh, I feel like Nirvana was a pretty big influence. So yeah, it was like kind yeah. of the boring answer. But And then I remember probably the first CD I ever bought was like I was going through HMV and I saw the Killer's Hot Fuss album. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I, don't, I just was like, this cover's kind of cool. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say they're like my influences, but I just remember that album being pretty, pretty good. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, it was definitely one I had. Uh, it was like a weird time where I think both TV commercials and CDs seemed more relevant yeah. to me. Like, oh, I saw a commercial that's cool. I'll go to like buy it. Yeah, exactly. Um, it just seems absurd now. Um, Avril Lavigne, too, for sure. Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I th- if I did pick one, I think probably American Idiot. I was like, in grade six when that came out yeah um, yeah yeah i remember seeing the music video come on at a friend's house on much music and it was just like a lightning bolt hit it was like oh my god <laughs> this, this is, is so cool and then so immediately went and like yeah and i went back to all of the other influences and like dug into it a year later i don't know wearing yeah. shirts with patches and safety yeah, yeah. pins as you do but um <laughs> yeah. yeah so that was i think big for like 12 year old me definitely yeah it, it's funny thinking back about that now because my brother too is like a huge like american idiot guy when yeah. that record came out and thinking back it's like yeah he was probably about the same age um but thinking about that music hitting with that demographic when it's like really really anti-george bush it's just like yeah cool yeah get like these 12 year olds into this yeah, yeah very like yeah. really political indoctrination is awesome yeah, yeah. yeah. Like reading noam chomsky a year later being like oh shit like, yeah yeah this got very real yeah uh, so trying something new with this set of rapid fire questions i interviewed okay. amy nelson yesterday Nice. And had thought uh, it would be fun to get her to basically pitch a question forward to the next kind of interview. So I'm going to warn you, this one's going to catch you off guard. Okay. Amy Nelson, what about trains? What about trains? I get it, I think. Yeah, As I get so- older, I get it a bit more and more each day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I think they're good. Yeah. They seem efficient. They're nice. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. And maybe, and that's just coming from, again, the European board game background. Where yeah. It's like, damn, they love some trains. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Played a I lot just, of Ticket to Ride. Yeah. I think yeah, of yeah, that, exactly. like, what was that movie, that kid's movie, The Polar Bear Express? Polar Express. And I'm like, that's, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, that's kind of nice. Trains are kind of, yeah. you know, they seem innocent. I don't know. Trains yeah. are okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind them. <laughs> yeah. uh, the follow-up then to that. Uh, I don't actually know what my next interview is right now, but yeah. do you have a rapid fire question that you'd want to pitch Ooh. to the folks after you? I think it's Winona Forever talking to you okay. later today. Um, 
Bailey's the queen of like, would you rather? So I hope she doesn't go that route. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to yeah. leave this to you. Um, let's see. Uh, sparkling water? Question mark. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll write that one down right here. Sparkling. I feel water. like you either love it or you hate it. You know. How do you feel about sparkling water? I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> it's funny. I got. Uh, I worked in an, at an antique store for a long time, and I got one of the soda siphons, like Ooh. you know, the little uh, thing where you put the little cartridge of CO two and you yeah. shake it up mm. and yeah, yeah, it makes that's... me feel like ooh, super old fashioned soda dude. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Uh, very last question then for the rapid fire side of things. Um, uh, who are you guys excited to see at Sled Island? Ooh, I got a few. Okay. Uh, Built to Spill tonight. Of course, would be yeah. Very great. Um, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's La Luz, L A L U Z. Okay. Um, and who else? There's a few. A few more. I think Princess Nokia we'd sure. like to check out. Yeah, yeah. I'm blanking. How about how about you, Nick? Um yeah, there's there's a few. Um uh like you said, built to spill. Definitely gonna see that tonight. Um tomorrow's a bit of a heartbreaker, like Joyce Manor and <gasps> Joyce Frankie Manor. and the Witch Fingers are playing at the exact same time slot. Yeah. yeah so I'm gonna make yeah. a call there. I think I think I might have to go Frankie. I yeah, think it's that, like, that's broken fair. City and that's going to be just, it's, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, both of those were something I, I wanted to see Joyce at the start. Um, pairs. Um, I had tickets to see Body Void and Primitive Man like yesterday in Winnipeg before we got booked oh, for no this. Way. So I didn't oh. do that. So I will have to go see that. Um, I think it's going to be fun, but feel <laughs> obligated at this point to <laughs> yeah. make that ticket kind of count in some sense. Um, yeah, so they were definitely other ones I was excited about. Uh, yeah, Control Top and Necking. Yeah. A couple others. Oh, so, right. Yeah. Necking's jumped playing. Out to yeah. Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Motherhood. They're no. opening for Built to Spill tonight. Oh, okay. Just, uh, I think they've got a new record coming up tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. that's kind of a nice yeah. lineup, hey? Like, yeah. release an album right after you open for Built to Spill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well worth getting there. Like, okay, one good show to know. They're Sweet. Fucking fantastic. Great. Um, well, yeah, let's move into kind of the second half of things here then. Um, yeah, I saw you guys play at Sled Island in 2019, oh, nice. which was opening for Bully. I mean, we we talked about this, yeah, before uh, we started recording here, but uh, it, it's been a weird few years since then. It really has, yeah. Uh, how have you guys kind of coped with, you know, uh, like an extended period of music not existing? Yeah, I uh, I kind of just like dived into work, like. A little bit and just because I was like you know the onset of the pandemic it was like you're anxious and yeah so yeah. keeping busy and then since there wasn't really shows happening for me I know like some people have found like it was easy to be creative but I was right yeah kind of struggling so but now that things are kind of happening again it kind of puts a fire under your ass again to be like okay <laughs> like let's let's get going again so yeah yeah but yeah it was definitely like a rest period for sure yeah yeah 
Yeah, it was weird. I mean, like you said, I think that was like we had that show and that was kind of like a high water mark almost. Like we, you know, we got to play this big show yeah. at the Palace. Um, after that, I mean, we'd done some showcases and stuff. And yeah, I remember sitting down in like January of 2020. It was like, all right, yeah. year of House Panther. Like, let's go. Yeah. yeah. We're going we're gonna to do it this year. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> Two months later, um, yeah, the world just kind of shut down. Um, yeah, I mean, at first... I definitely was like kind of excited, like, okay, cool. You know, I yeah. finally got this time off that my head I was always like, you know, cool. If I get like just free time, whatever, yeah, exactly. I have nothing else to do for months. Like so many projects I could get done mm-hmm. so much I could do, uh, and did nothing just, yeah. It's almost like when you have too much free time, it's like not, <laughs> yeah, well, it's not like essential no motivation <laughs> or something. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Oh shit. It was like two weeks and I like haven't changed my pajama pants. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely got less done than would have been. I, deal i yeah. think but uh but i think now that things are picking up again it's gonna like i think we're starting to get like inspired again to like yeah yeah for sure look at what festivals are happening what to apply to and yeah yeah got a couple new songs finally that were yeah, yeah. yeah. although at this point too i think we keep saying new songs, new songs some of them but were, were like 2019 <laughs> yeah like oh we've only played them for like five people yeah okay. but they're three years old yeah yeah, yeah. i know like uh, I, I guess, did, did you feel like pressure during the pandemic to like be productive in a kind of specific way? I feel like in the beginning, it kind of felt like, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, but then after a while I was just like, you know what? No, it's, it's, a it's a pandemic, not necessarily like a time for relaxation, you know? And like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I think in the beginning I was like, oh, since I have all this free time, I should be utilizing it and like creating. But I think when it's a pandemic, you're like kind of like everyone's going through this like collective trauma. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it kind of just froze up and didn't really create much. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Then I would beat myself up for spending time not doing things and then like get just kind of almost spiral of like, oh, crap, I wasted like a week. I didn't do anything oh, now I feel bad about it. And then like, it just, I don't know, it would get worse somehow. Or like, well, I didn't do yeah. anything for the last two months. So I shouldn't start now. I don't know. It was yeah. something. Exactly. I, I yeah. feel like, yeah, the, like doing these interviews, there's, I think, one person I talked to who was just like, yeah, got my Serb, hired a band, and oh, uh, wow. recorded yeah. a bunch of stuff remote and treated it like my job. And it Yeah, was that's awesome. Like, yeah, it's yeah. great. But, but too, part of me is like, I don't know how you do that. Yeah. Because there's just like, it seems like, yeah, the much more common experience is just like dread for yeah. several months. Yeah, exactly. And I'm so ADHD too. If I, there's not like goals in place, so it's like, okay, we need to do this because we're going to this festival. There's just like, everything was just kind of up in the air. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, there's no deadlines for anything. There's no, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So when did you guys actually kind of start getting back in the same room and, and like rehearsing and, and doing some work on the band question. Yeah. There was kind of like little, you know, spurts and starts and kind of like false windows of hope, (laughs) Yeah, uh, at least in Manitoba. And I think, you know, it might've been different timing, different places, but there'd be like, I think even the summer of 2020, there was like a couple months of like, Hey, maybe it's okay. And then yeah. no, straight back down. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there was a couple little periods where it was like, Oh, we'd play a show. Like we played a show, I think in 2021, like the day before a lockdown was announced again, right. kind of thing. Yeah. So there was maybe a couple little periods here and there, but it didn't feel like a lot a, of outdoor yeah. shows, I think in that time frame. Yeah. Yeah. 
yes i don't know it was kind of hard it didn't feel like there was like a big like i don't know at least for me like reunion moment like yeah finally we're doing it and it's all good from here on out it's like Oh, we have a show coming yeah, up in two weeks. Yeah, don't know if it's going to get canceled. A week from then, yeah, we're all going to be locked inside again. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we did get to do uh, like a kind of like a live film set That's thing. That's true, yeah. So that oh, was maybe okay. as close as we did. We did one for Pop. You and I did at least one other streaming yeah. show together. Yeah, so a lot of little done, yeah, creative like kind of yeah, outside yeah. the normal show. <laughs> <laughs> or people trying to get creative, like, how can we yeah, yeah. get music shows going again in the safest way possible? But what does, like, uh, I know this is maybe a super broad question, but, like, what does a rehearsal look like for you guys? Like, do you dedicate a certain amount of time to working on new stuff, or are you kind of just tightening up and reworking old material for part of that, too, or...? I feel like how it sometimes works, if there's, like, a newer one kind of send it in the group chat and everyone kind of has a listen. Right. Yeah. And then if we've, sh- I feel like we're very like, uh, okay, we have a show coming up. We need to practice. Right. Yeah. yeah, so yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of more sporadic. Yeah. Um, so we'll get in a room and kind of run through the, the set list and then be like, okay, maybe let's try the newer one. And yeah. 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 We've been bad for, I think having like a Regular. rehearsal for some kind of a grander scope. Yeah. Um, with, I mean, just other people's schedules and, you know, other people in different bands within our band and things like that. Yeah. Right. So it's usually like, oh, crap. Yeah, yeah. We booked that show. It's like two weeks out. It's like, when we can people seen, get together? You know, one of, <laughs> one of us at least for like a year or something. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. scramble and, you know, just kind of shake the dust off. Yeah. Um, so hopefully that gets better. But yeah, yeah that's more of our, our style so far. Yeah. In terms of what the writing looks like then, like you mentioned, like dropping demos in a group chat. Are you, yeah. so are you making like little phone demos or are you doing stuff in, you know, a garage band or uh, equivalent? So I usually start, like I'll write like kind of the bare bones, like rhythm guitar and like vocal melody. Right. And then uh, maybe play around with some other parts and like do it on garage band or, uh, and then send it to Nick and then Nick kind of looks at it, adds some stuff and, uh, kind of got me into using better technology rather than GarageBand. <laughs> so I'm learning on how to do Ableton. Eh? Uh, it, you tell me. I can't remember what <laughs> it was now. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I think you've got that going yeah, on. I mean, slowly, that's what Alana and I used to, yeah. Yeah, so then send it to Nick. Nick, uh, like, sometimes adds, like, electronic drums or, like, okay. yeah. a lead part, and then... We kind of just get together and people kind of just fill in. Like Jeremy will fill in a bass line and yeah, yeah. Lana will add drums and yeah, that's kind of how it's been going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is is there like, I guess, how easy is it once you have the kind of demo part to get it to a full band production and to have kind of a arrangement and form that everybody's comfortable with? Like, is that kind of drawn out or is that usually pretty quick? I feel like it's been really easy. Like, yeah, it seems very quick. I mean, Bailey generally has like 90% of the song there. Um, yeah, like we get usually a lot of 
kind of material to work with and then you're absurdly easygoing so it's just like yeah, it's you like, know be like, yeah this is our first like crack at it like yep cool yeah. all right and like that's the yeah song it's like, that's the way it's meant part. to be yeah. Um, yeah, yeah yeah and we'll like i mean yeah maybe kind of play around with it in rehearsals a little yeah. bit kind of here maybe and there should be like pause here and then yeah. come back in <laughs> yeah. right, right you know right. at least for me a mix of trying new things slash forgetting what the hell i did in the first yeah. place for <laughs> yeah. what we wrote um but yeah no it's usually come together pretty quickly i think all yeah. the time is probably on your end because you do all the heavy lifting and no it's it yeah i f- feel like it's pretty effortless like we have a really good crew that's just yeah, like yeah. yeah okay let's try this i think we're playing a new song for the first time tomorrow and like we had two practices and it we figured it out so hopefully like yeah, hopefully yeah. it comes together but like yeah. yeah it just feels pretty natural and easy so how, how did you all meet Nick and I went to high school together, like grew up together actually gotcha. um, in the same town. I met Jeremy when I was working at HMV in like 2012. Yeah, yeah. And then I've known Alana for a long time, probably since childhood too, because she was friends with my cousin. Um, yeah, and then just kind of different paths kind of like led us to, okay, like we need a bassist or a drummer and yeah, yeah. yeah and then we all kind of, yeah, got together. When, when did that, when did House Panther then kind of like officially uh, begin? I would That's on say, you, yeah. yeah, like maybe I started playing acoustic shows in like 2017. Okay. And then like 2018, I would say it kind of officially kind of released that album and then kind of things went from there. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't really a plan though. Like it was just kind of like I dropped out of college and had this proposal to make an album and yeah and then it was just kind of like oh this is kind of fun we're getting some cool opportunities like may as well just keep keep going with it yeah yeah well because that that album which is uh, club soda Los, um <laughs> uh is pretty quick then after the like start of the band like that's uh, yeah happened right away yeah it was kind of not planned at all <laughs> like. yeah and i mean uh, that was like was that did it start life as a Crecom project for you or something yeah totally it was i mean obviously other people are playing on it but it's sort of like i don't know in my opinion kind of like a bailey sort of solo thing right like it was kind of just like oh, i got these songs like yeah, then it there's was, like 10 other people kind of all over it yeah um, i just yeah. got friends to be like hey you want to play drums on this and yeah yeah did not think it would kind of like when it came out, I thought it'd just be kind of like, okay, I fulfilled my project duties from college. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I didn't just spend a year in college doing nothing, but <laughs> yeah, then it ended up being kind of like, okay, like let's got into a few festivals that year. And yeah, yeah. I, I personally never done anything like that before. So it was kind of cool to yeah, yeah. enjoy, enjoy that. Who, who did like production and stuff on it? How did that kind of process go? <laughs> I think I recorded on GarageBand yeah. a lot. Yeah. And then, like, uh, friend Mac and um, Tyler and stuff would kind of record. I think we recorded drums uh, at Max on a few. Like, Jeremy did some, like, MIDI keyboard drums. Like, it was all over okay. the map. And then Nick, yeah. like, tried to work with all the files I sent him. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mixed most of it i think but yeah recorded none of it so i would get (laughs) gotcha oh like yeah (laughs) all kinds of interesting things yeah it would vary between like a fully recorded kit in i mean god knows where and like i don't know there's three or four different drummers and 
then like the next song would be just like a stereo yeah midi keyboard like something i wouldn't even get the midis so, like, yeah right, i don't I gotta make this fit with the actual kit. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, sorry, it, Nick. When like, each song would have like six plus guitar tracks, and they're all labeled like guitar diddly bit lol, <laughs> yeah. guitar diddly bit two, guitar beginning, but it comes Be in like at the end. And so it's like, clip. Yeah, 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 it's just a lot of like, uh, <laughs> okay, here's a million and one things, or like, yeah. 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 Um, and then yeah. I think there was two songs that, like, uh, of course, I was so disorganized. There was two songs that, like, the release party was coming up, and it was just like, okay, we don't have time. We'll just throw those on completely, <laughs> like, non-edited. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was not a lot of planning. <laughs> yeah, it's very Frankensteinian. Yeah. Um, Wouldn't change a thing next time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I would. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, do, do y'all have plans to do some more recording than the next little while or is, is that something that's kind of here you go bailey paint yourself into a corner <laughs> yeah so uh they've been asking me like where where's the demos like we, let's get it yeah, going yeah. um so yes the plan is we'd love to like actually do a yeah, nicely yeah. recorded album maybe 10 songs yeah yeah um think we have four that we have practiced and played live so we're getting there i have a couple ideas i just gotta like yeah yeah get it together and then i think once we do that maybe get some jam sessions going on to figure things out and yeah yeah ideally like it would be nice to have a 2023 20, release <laughs> i mean yeah. it would be nice to release something this year but yeah yeah oh, yeah i guess we're almost like june's almost over so yeah so i'm yeah. thinking it would be nice to do like an early um, 2023 do you write pretty quick typically or the first i found for me like the first kind of go at writing for this that first album super easy right yeah but then I think it's like hard on the second time around because you're like, am I doing the same kind of stuff? Right. And like, or you have yeah, all these yeah. ideas you've had since you were like 14 on your first go. And then the second one is just like, and I don't know, just with the last couple of years with the pandemic and stuff, I've just, there's not been a lot of, like my life's been pretty boring. So it's not <laughs> like I have a lot to <laughs> yeah, yeah. like reflect on really. <laughs> Yeah, my solution to that was just write a lot of songs about birds. Yeah, Show exactly. Just pick like a feeling birds. or a... <laughs> yeah. yeah, something just super generic. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's like the saying or whatever. You got your whole life to write your first album and then like a couple of years to do the second or something. Yeah. And you got that yeah. sophomore slump. It's, exactly. It's tough. Yeah, but hopefully it'll come together and sound not like a complete repeat of... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Uh, perfect. Well, as we're getting to the end here, normally we would wrap things up by playing a track from uh, from the latest record. So, uh, yeah, is there something off of uh, the most recent record that you would want to play? Uh, I feel like the most recent one would be that EP. Okay. Yeah. That uh, the did record with split. Jory, yeah, and uh, he's he plays in this Montreal project called Wrecker. Okay. That would be the latest. I guess uh, I could play um, 17% wine would be like one of the newer ones, even though it's like three years old still. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's, uh, 
I guess what what makes you want to pick that song? What's uh, appealing to you about that one? I feel like that out of the most recent batch of songs, it's uh, probably the one with. Uh, I feel like New Year's Eve. The other one on there is pretty slow. Yeah. So I feel like just geared towards maybe going towards a faster <laughs> song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Uh, what, what, what do you think of that tune? <laughs> do you have, yeah. What do you? We good call or, it our country. Bad. Our country uh, song. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Of the last time we even played it. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't remember how to. Yeah, and that was like something that you, most of us didn't play on that release either. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it's a, it's a good track. I'm yeah. trying to think. I mean, I've got some demos recorded of some of the newer stuff, but yeah. I assume. You yeah, want would... this to go out soon and yeah, soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's probably not feasible or maybe even responsible because it probably sounds like <laughs> shit. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, I think that's that's solid yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah, cool. sounds good. <laughs> well, we're going to listen to a song called 17% Wine. You got it. Nailed it. Okay. Um, uh, by, of course, House Panther. Uh, thank you both so much for uh, for coming on the show. It's been a real pleasure to sit down and chat. Thanks yeah. for having us. Thank it was you. fun. This is great. <laughs>
When I got nothing on my mind. Inside the Artist Studio is produced by Sean Davis Newton for the Cups and Cakes Network. The featured track, 17% Wine, is played with permission from House Panther. Thanks to Laundry Week for the use of their song, Nothing On My Mind, from the Grampy EP as our intro and outro music. Inside the Artist Studio is one of the many ways the Cups and Cakes Network highlights Canadian music. Visit our website, cupsandcakespod.com, to browse our audio, video, and written content. That's cups, the letter N, cakespod.com. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.